2: What are you doing? I'll tell you what you're doing. You're listening to the Elder Scrolls. Lorecast! Either you are, or I'll be skipping
1: rope with your entries.
2: Ta-ta.
3: This podcast is brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash Lorecast. Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Welcome to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, the podcast where we explore the amazing universe of the Elder Scrolls. Adventurers, welcome back to the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. This is your host, Tom, or Robots. I'm here with my good buddy the lotus
2: of the doom lotus hey uh, hey how's it going it's pretty good lots of happenings in the whole elder scrolls world at the moment
3: i hear you got a fancy uh fancy letter from yeah, a mysterious a fancy letter
2: which doesn't really look super fancy until you put it under a black light. Then it gets real fancy.
3: Yeah, and then the um, internet exploded when you pointed that out. So, yes. So that's what <laughs> this episode's bit. about today. So okay, so let's let's rein it in a little bit. We're are going to get into all the fun details, but we jumped five steps, <laughs> five steps ahead, which is, is how par for the course at this point. So black light is an actual location in the Elder Scrolls. So I figured, you know what? Let's do an episode on blacklight, discuss why that location might be a good setting for this next year of ESO content, Mm -hmm. and then discuss some of uh, what what was in that letter and what the blacklight, when you shined the letter in a blacklight, reveals and how that might play in. So we'll begin our little bit of speculation, which we can can continue next week if our if our patrons would like to, because we can talk about any of the reveal stuff we get next week during the Bethesda Xbox conference and then how that might tie into this letter and all of that stuff. So let's start the speculation conversation. But first, let's talk about blacklight. So, yeah. Yeah. So interesting. I would, I, do you know who's who came up with the idea of putting it under a black light to begin with? So
2: uh, actually, I do. Um, they were uh it was actually kind of like the combo team of the Fox Den, which is Nine Tail Fox and his wife, Mrs. Ninetales, mm-hmm. um, part of the ESO stream team. And uh I, I had the pleasure of meeting them last year at uh PAX East. They they actually, well, she actually won one of the giveaways uh during the Ch- extra life charity thing, which I've got next to me. And I'm gonna give it to them at PAX East this year. So like nice. um, yeah, it's uh they were the ones who I actually saw first get the letter. Cause I was still at work when mm-hmm. I saw the situation and we've get, you get little, you know, random envelopes and stuff like that. It showed up and they mentioned they got something in the mail and I was like, Oh, that's exciting. And then I saw elder memes post that he got something and I was like, Oh, interesting. So I was then excited. I was like, oh, maybe I'll get something. That'd be fun. Um, and sure enough, I got home, I had my little letter and I looked at it and it's on very, very thick cardboard. Like, well technically paper but it is it is a thick piece of paper um and i've got photos up on uh well i have them on my twitter also they're on the uesp now uh for for, documentation (laughs) um so so you can always check them out there too um but it was thick and it, it had like almost like a print like it had the letter itself it's very fancy cursive and um here, I'm pulling I'm pulling it up
3: on the screen right now. You can perfect. you can yeah, see I was uh, say, I, I, I going to put it on
2: camera but it does not go yeah, well. it doesn't yeah. show very well. Right. Oh, so perfect. this
3: is this is your Twitter account and yeah, you perfect. can click on it. Yeah. And you can see the <laughs> perfect. you can see the letter in the black light here. And um what it looks like not in the black light. Just looks like yes, an envelope the with letter a letter itself. Thick piece of paper with a fancy script and uh, and here we'll read it. Do you want to read it or Shy? Uh, you can read it if you want. It says, "Well, hopefully I can see it clear enough on my screen." Oh, if you um, click on
2: the alt text, I actually translated it in English, just like not cursive oh. for people because people were having trouble reading in cursive. It is a so little. So
3: I, it is a little. It's a little smaller on my screen, which makes it a little bit harder to read. But um, I, I was going to say, if you can't, I always can too. So. Yeah. So here, I'll I'll just give it a try. It says proxy, <clears throat> the tide of fate. Huh? Um, that immediately i'm just like wait wait what Mm -hmm. tide of fate swirls around you with glorious fury and has chosen you to serve as its surrogate in a crisis most perilous the future of at least two worlds hangs in the balance your talent for changing destiny has been noticed hence the reason for this letter many paths lead forward but only one ends with the survival of Nern at this particular moment in this specific instance you must be the thread that keeps reality itself from unraveling hmm <laughs> so it's definitely specifically chosen words and phrases in here i shall summon you as soon as the inescapable fortunes of consequence show me where you are needed most laramil the wise okay so <laughs> Do we want to reveal what happens when you put the uh, black light on there? As I'm That's, sure people can see it
2: on the yeah, screen right so now. So the image itself, when you use the black light, um, which you know, props to Fox Den for figuring out. Like the paper is very thick. There's got to be. There's no weird little trinket this year, like a coin or a map or anything. So they're like, this can't be this straightforward. There has to be something else. Mm-hmm. Um, so. We we had a lengthy discussion on Tales of Tamriel, uh, the episode three thirty one that just launched, discussing like what they did. But they went through with a hair dryer, trying heat. They tried lemon juice. Wow. Like they, 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 yeah, they they went all in on assuming there was something else. And then they tried the black light, which they didn't have, so they had to go buy one. So did I, because this isn't the nineties, and I didn't have a black light.
3: <laughs> you're, uh, you're not hosting raves at your house.
2: I am not, and I don't have any of those fuzzy, those like black fuzzy. Uh, neon poster things. Mm-hmm. Fresh out of those, too. It's really a shame. But oh, yeah. um, oh, when you shine a black light on it, suddenly in the middle of the note, you get the symbol for Hermes Mora, which is his banner flag, which is Obviously, the best thing ever. <laughs>
3: the best thing ever, right? So, so this is the connection to some some of the things
2: in letter. We're, we'll review the letter again later on in the yes, episode because there is but, wording in the letter that strongly relates to a lot of this as well. Right.
3: So that leads to the concept of a black light, which yes. people then went. Wait a minute. There's well, a city named Blacklight.
2: That's the big thing. Is just like that seems so coincidental super on the nose (laughs) it's so on the nose that it's like that that they don't usually do like elder scrolls does some pretty interesting like wordplay and things like that and it's like to use a black light to discover a secret on a note in an area that's highly questionable if we're going to the region of morrowind again it's like Mm -hmm. okay that's Mm -hmm. Seems like that's a giveaway right there, that that was your answer to the puzzle. Right. So here, let's let's dive into where
3: exactly Blacklight is and why yeah. this might be a location that we're going to visit and how that might work. So uh, pulling up the UESP, we'll just use this as a quick little summary because there's really not a ton of information here. No, we here. actually
2: haven't been to Blacklight since Arena. Arena.
3: If I Arena. believe that's
2: the only time we've been
3: yeah, there was and, in Arena. Yeah, and all of its uh, 320 pixel Glory it sure was. Oh man, those are some big pixels. Anyway, it, uh, this is how it goes. Blacklight is one of the eight major cities on the mainland of Morrowind, situated on the northwest point of the province near the Volothi Mountains. So, if you're picturing this in your head, it is not on the island of Vardenfell. It is. Nope. It, it is at the very top left side of the continent, like top northwest side. Yeah, if you if you from Riften went like northeast or if you from um uh the uh what, what was the guard location that the, the oh. castle castle guard is like yeah. Fort Dongard, yeah. Fort yeah. Dongard is like real close to this. If you just head yes. a little bit more north and east from there, you would end up yep. at the very edge of that part of the continent. Before you'd end up at the, the kind of the in, inlet bay that goes around the island of uh,
2: right, Vardenfell. which makes that little like scoop that goes around. Right. Which the other side of the scoop is highly speculated. Is le- well, we'll get into that afterwards. Right, right. But this portion of the map. We
3: haven't been to the the way they designed East March in ESO is a little bit different than the way it's shaped in Skyrim, right? So it actually kind of shoots out towards this little area where Blacklight would be. So maybe the Blacklight in the ESO map will be situated a little bit more south, or yeah, maybe squished in a little bit, like yeah. Yeah, there might be a way for them to to make this work, but that's that's the location. If you're thinking East March, it's just on the edge there. Um, So let's let's go on to get in with this a little bit more. Uh, Blacklight is most well known as the capital of the great house Redoran whose values revolve around the virtues of maintaining honor and persevering through hard work as a valiant warrior. We talked about them. This has, been, this has all been leading up to this. So we've, we have hopefully have gotten you guys information on all this stuff. And if you haven't listened to those last few episodes, go back, listen to the different houses and all that. Since the provincial capital, Mournhold, was sacked by the Argonians in the accession Aces- uh, war. Accession? Accession war. Words are hard.
2: Accession war? I, I'm not really...
3: Accession. I think the word is accession. It's a very strange word. It yeah, looks common, but it's, it's not. N- not super common. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the fourth era six. So this is at the end of the like period that we mostly know about what was going on in this part of the world. Uh, Blacklight has become the new capital, and the council of the in the council of great houses has been held in the city's root spire. So if we're talking about Blacklight during the time of ESO, we're now talking about the second era this is very early this is way before this happens but during that time it still would have been the location where the house right was focused on it just wouldn't have been a major capital for for all of morrowind um any thoughts on any of that so far
2: well it's kind of interesting because we're dealing with a great house scenario which is always usually a, a, it's hard to ever not have that be a central portion of dealing with Morrowind because it's so in ingrained in all of their politics. Um, but it's honestly, I'm just really eager to kind of see this whole area because kind of like you joked, it's only been shown in like all oh, it's 18 pixel goodness before. <laughs> and those, you know, the, the towns and stuff like that playing through arena, um, they do have some uniqueness to them, but it's really just kind of like pretty flat generic place. They're not filled out the way they have been because yeah. uh, Elder Scrolls Online has really reached into a lot of the really, really old stuff that we haven't seen and given it a full fine detail makeover so that you actually get a better feel of it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like these areas I love um, the whole weirdness of Morrowind and its alien vibe. So yeah. I'm very excited to see kind of their spin on some of this stuff, and I hope they accentuate exactly how weird it is. Granted, Redoran's a little less extreme than something like House Telvanni or whatever. Which was the I mean, other speculation was the Telvanni right, Peninsula, which um, is the other side of Morrowind. Yes, the Telvanni Peninsula, which we'll get into afterwards. Um, but I mean. Redoran housing is still pretty cool, just like those weird shell style buildings or, you know, you have the Belmora style of like they're almost like like a weird stucco version of stuff. It's it's they've definitely got their own unique vibe, even if it's a little more normal than just. Weird, funky houses. Yeah,
3: <laughs> funky houses. You got a funky house. <laughs> a funky house? No, a fungi house. So, um, all right. So, let's talk about the layout and geography just a little bit. So, it is the capital of the Great House of Redoran, and by extension, their district, which spanned all of the northwest Morrowind from Silgrad Tower to the far south. So, we're talking like that whole strip of land or along the coast there. The towns of Aldrun and Margan from across the inner sea to the east or even Raven Rock in the frontier to the north. The town has hedge mazes in its parks and the city harbors are marked by wharves and piers. The city's region and its neighboring borderlands has been riddled with bandits and thieves Since early in the first era and as far as the late third era, they are typically held up in caves throughout the mountains and would raid villages and farms on both sides of the border. One of the most well-known examples was the Blacklight Raiders of the first era, a band of Breton adventurers that attacked other bandit clans and raided tombs across the land. But as time went on, they robbed villagers in the Blacklight region for their family heirlooms and sacred relics. By the fourth era, Blacklight's size and scope rivaled that of Mournhold. Blacklight is neighbored by several settlements, one of them being Cormar View to the west. So we have a foundation here of enough details that they could definitely build something out. For sure. There are locations, there are docks, there are caves. We know that there might be roving bands of brigands who might be Bretons who have kind of moved over to this side of the continent in order to Mm -hmm. prey on... The
2: Dark Elves or whatever. Right. Um, would be remiss to not bring up uh, Rob. Actually, the princess had a really good point where for Fort, Fort Guard is found within Dayspring Canyon and the Guard was created around the second era. So we're in the ballpark of that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, he, he mentioned as well, and I kind of don't think so. It doesn't really seem like that's where the story necessarily is going, like at least from any of the
3: hints we've gotten so far. To do more like, vampire stuff would be
2: early yeah I, feel like... I i would take a hard pass on my vampire stuff personally but yeah. um but yeah j- just it's something worth noting that that's also like in that area as well um other notable places that we've seen but not in their entirety although we have a little more to that than we do obviously something like just blacklight proper or whatever um right so but yeah it's 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 not a huge region of the map either it's
3: no, it's uh, like the it's little big. portion that they haven't actually fleshed out yet in on that BSO, side of the map it, is this tiny little sliver along the coast. Yeah, it it's, runs it's from really like East March down the rift and then yep. like it's just a very skinny sliver. But right. we've seen that they don't, uh, in, even in the more recent expansion, they've got like these island locations and separate little islands, one island over here, another island yep. over there. And then they've got the new expansion, which is another island. And they've shown that they don't necessarily have to have all of the regions all directly connecting in one big landmass anymore. Correct. Um, In fact, Um, they've always had kind of a major landmass and then a secondary location that you go to. Uh, So if we're talking about like the um, Somerset Isles or like that's typically like one big location, but then you also can travel somewhere else like much smaller locations.
2: Right. Some of the dungeons are literally you go to docks and you boat off the island like to to, like um, you know, adjacent miniature islands and stuff like that. So Um, Kind of to that point, and we can kind of jump off that, Mm -hmm. whereas this is the smaller area, and it's kind of the exact opposite side of the map from the other speculation that I also kind of think holds a decent amount of credence, which is the Talbani peninsulas, which is we've got the middle, we've got, we've got Vardenfell proper. We have stone falls region. We have um, the part the south region, of that. Right. Right. And yeah. then that's kind of cuts a swath right down the middle. And then on the other side, I always joke it's called the Morrowind mitten because it literally looks like a little mitten grabbing on the other side there. Yep. yep. Um, much, much bigger portion of the map that we again have not seen since, we we were back in arena where you could go to these areas um but this is telvani territory um Mm -hmm. you have uh, the most notable city that everybody including myself kind of would like to see is necrom um this whole side of the island i think is not it's in my opinion it doesn't need to be one or the other right because they've changed their situation from being a year thing where you get The chapter expansion, then separation by Q3, and then you get a zone expansion. They've mentioned that they're going to do one big set of zones with an S in the letter Uh for the Q2 chapter release. I think the major landmass will be the Telvani Peninsulas, and you'll also have to travel over to the other side And that's where you'll get the other thing. So instead of it being a Q4 DLC where it's a smaller area of the map that connects the two stories, I think we're going to get the big landmass and the small landmass. But instead of the kind of artificial time barrier, we just Mm -hmm. get it all at once and travel between the two.
3: Right. So the small landmass being... Blacklight and that region Black south. Light, uh, and one, then,
2: what is it? Uh, yeah, I was going to say the, the, the Day Spring Canyon, stuff like that, all that right. area. I think that'll be the smaller landmass and that will complete. The region of Mornhold. Not Mornhold. Well, yes, Mornhold's there. Complete the region of Morrowind.
3: <laughs> right. So, um, and then we'll end up with the so the west side being Blacklight South, and then the east side east. for for our listeners to be able to picture this being right. the Telvanni Peninsula. So everything yes. east and west of Vardenfell, which is the island in the middle. So yep. we'll end up with so basically the rest of Morrowind.
2: Right. We would finally get a full current day picture. Well, current day, the second era, but I mean, like, current video game day era um, (laughs) of what it sees. And the reason that I think, well, other than that would kind of be required, because that would be the smallest chapter expansion ever, if it was literally just Blacklight and (laughs) Day Spring and stuff, that would be a real small expansion. Mm. Um, I feel like the... Telvanni peninsulas will be useful in terms of providing one, your your storyline tie in and everything like that. But this aligns you with the Telvanni in one way or another, whether they're your friends, your adversaries, whatever the case, that's, that's sort of irrelevant. Right. Um, They're known for being master mages. Right. And there was confirmation that, We are going to get a long requested system that has not been in the game. And a lot of people have been throwing out the idea of spellcrafting. Yeah, I still don't know how that would work in an MMO. I'm still not sure about that, but okay. I'm very curious on how it will function. However, if you go back, this is super nerdy, weird, why do I remember this stuff? But you can look up the video. If you go back to QuakeCon 2015. I oh believe it is, boy! All right. When when Nick Conkel was one of the wow. design directors, he does not work at ZOS anymore, <laughs> and mm-hmm. has not for years. His pet project was spellcrafting. It was put on the back burner when he left. However, at this QuakeCon, they show you spellcrafting, mm-hmm. how it is mm-hmm. acquired. The spells that are in the game, all of these things are technically there, at least the bones of them. It is definitely a long-asked-for feature. I think balance is probably the biggest holdup for something like this. Sure, absolutely. Um, Yeah. But one of the holdups with the game uh, is a lack of memory, et cetera. Um, However, In terms of spellcrafting, you can make spells without requiring more animations. If you can summon the other Atronox, that animation's in the game when they summon in themselves. Right, or casting a fireball or right, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I feel like just logistically, the potential is there. Like, it makes sense that it could happen if that's the case. Um, and... The biggest one that I I went on a very long thing about uh, in Tales last night, so I'll give a brief synopsis of it, Uh is a way to kind of like lore explain why you just are getting these. Um, Originally, I said, if we're going to get spellcrafting, it was back. I was like, oh, the the College of Winterhold could make sense. Right. But that didn't happen because we just didn't get the College of Winterhold. (laughs) We got Western Skyrim. I'm like, all right, never mind. Well, in this situation... And it comes from ESO and has next to no details on it. When Queen a Ren goes on her pilgrimage, basically. Uh, she disappears. And, yeah, it <laughs> yeah, just kind of disappears. Great. Right. Right. One of the tales that supposedly was told about her is she disguises herself, sneaks into Necrom, and studies something called the Indigo Tomes, which are Telvani- Fancy MacGuffin mage books with <laughs> next to no information on.
3: them. Oh, I want a fancy MacGuffin mage book. <laughs> so Loot crate. Can my, you give us a fancy MacGuffin mage book in our MacGuffin next crate? Mage
2: book, please. I want to put it on so the wall line. So, my theory is they will flesh out what those things are, mm-hmm. and as a result, with the uh, strong nods to Hermaeus Mora and his search for knowledge and everything like that. He's going to somehow relate to you getting that, and then we end up learning how to craft our own spells as a result of finding these. Blah 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 blah.
3: Or knowledge you get for her from Hermie that right, opens which, up that ability. I, I
2: yeah. mean, that's fine, everybody should just get the stuff for Hermie <laughs> and give it to him. It's fine, it's just <laughs> everybody fine. loves Hermie, but yeah, he's so not doing anything bad, of, don't worry no it, nothing bad happens please ignore the skull guy who basically got his brain eaten because he wouldn't give him <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> um but yeah so so that's uh that's that's kind of my idea it, that there's your explanation why it's a potential thing
1: mm-hmm.
2: and we'll see if it actually like happens because that's I feel like I'm going what you did last year where you're analyzing a like, portion of the map direction. <laughs> right. I'm like, so here's a reason why these books totally matter. Right. And, <laughs> you know, and if this, this thing works,
3: stuff. then what about this thing? And if that thing works, then make could do like, and then you just end up way somewhere <laughs> else. But whatever. It's fun. Well, I've got some I've got some theories. I've got some thoughts. Right, and then we nice. can also yes. analyze the text a little bit more from the message. So we're going to do that when yes. we get back. But we got to go thank our patrons. So we will be right back. Don't go anywhere.
1: This is
2: Hamius Morak, Dragonborn, and you are educating yourself to the Elder Scrolls lorecast.
3: All right, here we are in the middle of the show. This is where we get to thank our new patrons and our old patrons and all the patrons, but our new ones first, because we have some new pledges over this last week. Holy moly, we got a bunch of them. Uh, We got a shout out. uh, Noah, or no, I think it's Noah or no, M, Zachary M, Chris, uh, Hat, somebody just named Hat. That's awesome. Uh, Austin H, Chimmy, or Chimey? I'm so good with names, guys. This is great. Justin S., The Court Jester, Jared S., and Raker Grimm. Everybody's getting some more creative names. I feel like I don't know if these are actual names or not, but thank you so much for signing I up on the Patreon. Of hope they're real names. I hope so. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Thank you for being here. That brings us up to 138 current patrons, including our Daedric Princes, Kira C and Noodle El Dente, who get shout outs every week for being t- tier five patrons. And thank you to every single one of you for supporting the show. You guys are awesome. We will be doing a patron episode coming up in just a week on the 26th. It's the 19th as we record this right now. And so come join us. If you're a tier four or higher patron, make sure you're on the discord. I'll send out yeah. notifications be the day
2: after the big reveal.
3: Yeah. And hopefully we can talk about the big reveal. If you guys want to talk about something else, it's yeah. totally fine, but I have a feeling everyone's going to be buzzing. Right. about Right. What reveal, percentage
2: so. of this did I get wrong with my long <laughs> diatribe about how it makes sense? <laughs> so we'll see.
3: We'll see how much we can make fun of Lotus or not next week. But uh, <laughs> if you'd like to join us, there's still time. You can sign up tier four in order to join us next week. And we do that on Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. So if those times work for you, then go for it we'd love to have you Uh, also we have oh and by the way that's at patreon.com slash Elder Scrolls Lorecast if you want to find the address links are all in the description of the show and all that stuff we also have a new oh no we don't have a new one this one this one is not in the last week this one we read out last week I think Um, but yeah. Oh, no, this is the one that I need to save. I keep forgetting this. Oh, this yeah. This is what I need to save. save. That
2: one for the, yeah, I was going to say, didn't yeah. we need to save? This is the one we're saving for. Yeah.
3: Yes. I we're going to save this it's one best. for next week. So, yep. so it's on the list for next week. But if you'd like to leave us a rating and review, five star ratings and reviews from Apple Podcasts, get read out on the show. So we'll read out your reviews We'll get your words on the show. And uh, if you want to just drop us a rating on Spotify, that helps as well or wherever else you listen to or. Even telling your friends. Any of that stuff helps. And we really do appreciate it. all of the support. We couldn't do the show without you guys. So mm-hmm. that's what we got. Let's move on with the rest of the show.
2: You're listening to the Elder Scrolls cast, dear child of cities. That is why the Night Mother loves you.
3: All right. We're back and I've got well, here let's read. I've got another idea, but before we okay. do that, and uh, yeah, I, you know, you know me, I like to speculate in things in different directions than what most people think. Because yep. maybe there's a chance. Um, all right, so the letter specifically says when we re- we're not going to read through the whole thing again, but it speci- specifically has these phrases in it:
2: "the tide of fate," my favorite line. Where do we know the tide of fate from? Oh man, my favorite thing is that they open this letter with the description of my favorite Daedric Prince from Battlespire, <laughs> who is known as the Daedric Prince who scries the tides of fate. And I'm like, wow. And that's why I was kind of thrown off that there wasn't more to that to start with. And then spoiler, the black light thing. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, it's a giant Hermes Mora mm-hmm. symbol. Like suddenly that because make- once I read that, I was like, Ooh, I like where this is going. And then I really liked where this was going.
3: Yeah. So not only do we have the Mora symbol in the black light, but we also have the tide of fate swirls around you. So whoever Laramil the Wise is, which I've done a search, I'm sure lots of people have done a search, don't know who that is yet. They clearly know this phrase and they've also now included Hermes insignia on this. So they seem to be somebody who worships or works for Hermeus Mora, and they're using this kind of language, right? Um, then we have uh, Glorious Fury is another statement. Uh, the f- This is interesting. The future of at least two worlds hangs in the balance.
2: That's... That one's an interesting one.
3: Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, there are definitely realms of oblivion. You can consider that are. a world, like right? So, like, maybe certain realms. But I don't think Hermes' world is... In A lot here. of people
2: have been thinking the Apocrypha pole because, obviously, Hermaeus Mora. But mm-hmm. I don't get the impression that his is the world that they're referring to. I think there's probably something else going on here. That yeah. would be my guess. Yeah, and dot, dot, dot. Like,
3: yeah, right. Now, it may be another realm of oblivion. It may be sure. something... Else completely,
2: we don't really Does it know. turn out that Meridia is finally exposed for being a giant <laughs> jackass?
3: <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, so, but then it like it, the whole your talent for changing destiny has been noted, which of course you're the vestige, right? Like,
2: yeah, and he's the dangerous prince of knowledge, so he's well acquainted with all your escapades, right?
3: He's keeping track of everything, hence the reason for the letter. Um, And then it goes into uh, (laughs) keeping. You might be the thread that keeps reality from itself from unraveling. The threads of reality—that's something that has come up. That that phrase has come up. Yes, that phrase
2: is used semi-frequently in the in the series, especially related to you know some weirdness with time and everything like that. Yeah, weirdness with time. And then I also think the
3: the Elder Scrolls themselves. Yes, phrase is also used in in response to the the actual
2: scrolls right because they're all like threads of a tapestry and that's how some of the princes can read it and you know obviously some people can read it and it's like yeah it's a destiny but it's a not unchangeable destiny it's just the direction unless something intervenes so to speak Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's yeah it's very interesting where that where that's implying that were like those i don't have like a i think this directly points at this thing the way i did with some of the other ones uh, right. other parts those ones definitely more nebulous like oh okay so i think this is just giving us a nod where the story is going to be but i'm not sure we have enough info for that part of it yet
3: yeah it does all seem to be pointing at hermie and at yes at knowledge and maybe elder scrolls themselves
2: yes and um the other thing also is hermaeus mora uh isn't phrased in a way that it's a Daedric threat. It right. looks like Hermes right. More is looking for an ally. Yes, again. Yes, no. This um, seems
3: like this seems like something that L- L- Laramil the Wise works right. for Hermes and is looking to do something to save Nern with Hermes' knowledge or permission or direction, Correct. and so this will benefit Hermes Her- Her- More. So maybe that means Apocrypha is being threatened in some way. Uh, it may have something more to do so like the final right. line says I shall summon you as soon as the inescapable fortunes of consequences of consequence show me where you are needed most so there's it's it, it's like this They're person
2: stuff play out or Hermie. me what's
3: yeah they don't have a definite sense of what's happening in the future but they've got a, enough knowledge of what's going to happen in the future to know
2: that things are headed down the wrong path The wrong track. And and the interesting thing to me about that, which is why I'm not really thinking the Apocrypha thing is really at the forefront referring to the realms thing. Mm -hmm. I feel like Mora might be a little more concerned if it was his own realm, whereas I feel like he's watching whatever else this is to let it play out to the point where it's like, okay, now I need to intervene for whatever purpose I'm intervening. Right. So I, I really am curious as Mora definitely seems like an ally because, again, I'm the villain of the story. If they try to make me take down Hermes Mora, as we all will expect, <laughs> uh, right? so it's just easier to make him on our side. Um, but yeah, it, it, it seems to at least to me imply it's Nern and someplace else that is being watched. And it'll be problematic down the line if this doesn't go as planned type of thing. So I'm curious to see if that ends up actually being a thing or, you know, mm-hmm. maybe not as much. And It does relate directly to Apocrypha or whatever. Right. So other than speculating
3: what this other world is, we do have a lot of Hermi Morris stuff. We've got potentially scroll stuff and potentially the way time plays out kind of language here. The yeah. the anticipating what's going to happen in the future, the fact that the, you know, the world hangs in the balance. But then these phrases that have something to do with, like, the tapestry of time, which we've seen before when it comes to content in Elder Scrolls. So For what sure. if what if we get places like Black Blacklight and that little like you mentioned before, the little strip of land yep, on the edge of there? So we, we definitely still get some of that stuff. But what if there's a different location that we're going to that's not the Telvani peninsula? The Telvani peninsula on the map is actually a very large area it's, of land. It's a big it's yeah, really it's a big, big portion of the map. Yeah. It seems larger than what they would normally do to do both of those zones. You know what might actually work though, and where we know there's a connection to Hermaeus Mora already, Solstheim
2: there, all right. There, there We're is already
3: in that part of the world. Solstheim is of world. kind of a split island between Morrowind and Skyrim. Yep. The worship of Mirak happened on Solstheim. This is before Mirak returns during the events sure. of Skyrim. Right, but yeah. during yeah. the time Mirak that still he's.
2: chilling off and doing his chilling, own thing. And the,
3: he's chilling in wherever Hermie put him in his little, little yeah, area, in his little right?
2: pocket. And just, it's like, all right, don't be bad. And then he went, and went off and started doing his own thing and got annoyed with Hermas Mora. And you right. know, later on, we get the events of Dragonborn, but not yet. And we've already
3: had dragons rebrought back into the world in ESO and right. the elsewhere stuff so dragons already exist time the tapestry of time all of those things what if there's a solstheim connection Hermaeus mora something going on with a scroll and okay. the you know, akatosh what if it's sure, like,
2: yeah, you'd have to bring in like an Acatosh. All right. hermy right. Akatosh so you're kind of stuff. going a little bit of a different direction. You're going more north. Because, and
3: we were also told that the last expansion was all going to be about like tension between groups and cultures and, you know, like the, the, you know, the Bretons and the power struggle and all of that. To do another one of those with like the Talvani and the Redoran and the whole culture exchange between the different mm-hmm. Morrowind houses again when this everything this is saying is end of the world crazy stuff big epic thing again not just infighting between groups of people right so if that's the case then Hermie, Akatosh Elder Scrolls like that that is the recipe that is at least a recipe for like world bending end of everything potentially cataclysmic type of stuff
2: yep so maybe there's something there Alright, alright. I see what you're saying. I, I I, mean, that that doesn't seem illogical to me. So, like, it, it's got its own ties in. Like, <clears throat> those all still still totally make sense. It, it mm-hmm. aligns up if they're doing some foreshadowing and stuff like that. And so Solstheim would I,
3: be a completely interesting place to visit because unlike the other locations in Skyrim where you have just, like, a location that you're kind of familiar with, but it's, you know, further back in time, Solstheim was, like, everybody there was corrupted by Hermaeus Mora. They were all working for him when we go visit that location in Skyrim later on, right? But right. in the Second Era, that location of the world would be very, very different.
2: Oh, yeah, it would be totally different. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be half frozen, the rest of it covered in ash. <laughs> yeah,
3: it would be a very different location. So we would end up with, like, this, this like, oh, this port feels familiar. The town over there feels familiar, but... The rest of the map looks way different. Oh, wait, who are these groups of people? Oh, wait, there's more Dunmer that lived here during this time period or whatever. Because
2: this is even pre, you know, well, the tribunal expansion with Morrowind. Um, Just thinking back to Vardenfell, that expansion, which Morrowind expansion was five years ago now, I think. Um, Yeah, it's been a while. Vardenfell is so much more verdant and gro- like there there's definitely the volcanic runoff in the back mm-hmm. but at the same time it's the volcano hadn't blown up in a while so it wasn't covering everything in ash there wasn't the whole situation with dagather yet so it was like the blight coming down you go to a lot of these places like vivek city and stuff and it's like they're they're pleasant, like they're, right. it's just right. like
3: a spring day. Yeah, yeah. There's plants and weird
2: fungus right. growing all over the place,
3: that and the same and effect
2: in Solstein. Like, yeah,
3: yeah. And I think the cultural landscape would be very, very different, but you would still have the like the the temples and the the buried worship centers and the would Still be there. Yeah, they'd still be there. Like there, there might still be all of that stuff. And who knows? Because. It's this is like that middle gap. Like, do are we gonna see Mirak come back, or does does Mirak try to escape too early, and break it out of? Back, yeah, you gotta shove him a, back in there. You gotta shove him back in there. Just so it's not your time yet. Like I, I don't know. Like maybe maybe that's a little too on the nose. A little too. Eh, but uh, it could be a thing. And that is a section of the world that we don't have. On the map yet in ESO? Yep. So.
2: Yeah, that that is another area that we're we're technically missing. So,
3: and uh, everything that we know about is very related to Hermes Mora. So, yeah. there is that as well. Maybe that's a thing. That's just All right. just another option. Just another side idea. Yeah, and right. Robin Chat says, can you imagine Solstheim as a beautiful, a fertile, fertile land? land. <laughs> yeah, it would be weird, but it could be a thing.
2: It, it would be weird. It's like when my, I was going to say, when you got off the boat into Side mean for the Morrowind expansion, I was like, oh, it's so nice. <laughs> like, right? Which it wasn't even the dumpiest of places in Morrowind. It got, <laughs> you know, ashy or going north. But it was just like, when you get off the boat, it was just like... It, it's just funny to see. It's so lush at the time. I was like, oh I remember, God.
3: I remember uh, Morrowind back when it came out and the water tech. Remember the water shaders yep. were like a thing? And it was like everything else is super blocky and crappy looking and brown. But then I just remember standing on the dock just watching the water and was yeah. like, and it's oh, just my like, God, God. It's so beautiful. Look at the water. <laughs> everything else looks like garbage. But look at the water.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That square man is talking to me, but my God, the water's pretty. I
3: can't hit that crab for the life of me with a stick, (laughs) but the water looks really good. It's Um, killed by a scrib. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I think that's going to do it for this episode. That's, That's where we are in the speculation. I could be totally wrong. Lotus could be totally wrong. Yeah. Who even knows? Like the Telvanni thing was a line that came from the last expansion that somebody just said, Oh, Telvani Peninsula this time of year seems nice, or right. something like that.
2: And, so, and yeah, one who th- knows, they're very, very quick references. Um, mm-hmm. there's one you know, there's, there's a couple of them, but like you said, they're quick. One was from, I believe, the uh, Skyrim event like one of the NPCs you talk to makes makes reference to it. Um, Lady Laurent, actually, I just found out about this. I did not find this myself, uh, but I, I, I just heard it recently, was that Lady Laurent, who's like a recurring character with her ridiculous manservant, Sib- uh, Stibbins. Uh-huh, Stibbins. Um, so after you deal with their whole fiasco in High Isle, apparently if you talk to her again, she makes reference to wanting to go to either Hammerfell or... Or the Telvani Peninsula, so yeah. it's like there. There's little nods, but yeah. it's like th- it's that's usually how they breadcrumb us the information. Right. The problem is. It makes a lot of sense when you look back on things and it's like, oh, well, this one was right here. It's hard to speculate going forward when they tell you where you're going. Sure.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Because any number of characters could just mention something like, oh, yeah, I'm from this part of the world. And then somebody's like, wait a minute, we haven't explored that part of the world yet. And then they think now that's where the expansion is going to go. And as long yeah. as that takes off online on Twitter or whatever, and then all of a sudden everybody's well, like, exactly, this exactly. is what's going to happen. And then every single time it ends up being something different. And then people, it either becomes that thing and people are like, oh, see, we totally knew. We totally knew. I'm so not a surprise and I'm not excited or whatever. Yeah, they play too yes. cool. Or there's the, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. I guess we were wrong, but it's this other thing. Oh, that's right. fun. And then they just move on. It's just like yeah, the whole process is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, the end of speculation is always the funniest, unless you literally get it right. It's just like, again, you you dismissively are like, oh well, whatever, like, right, eh, eh. <laughs> whatever. It's or funny. it's just like, oh well, well, I was wrong. Oh well, and it's like unless you get it right, when you can just gloat forever <laughs> until yeah. you have to make another speculation and yeah. you totally get that one wrong, and people are like, oh, you don't. You, you you just threw darts at the wall and just got lucky once. It's like, I sure yep. did. Yep. We'll
3: just name every location we haven't been to yet, and then one of them will be right.
2: Exactly. There let me go. put it this way. I will never let anyone forget that we listed every single dragon that could possibly <laughs> be the dragon before Elsewhere dropped. And I was the one that said Nafalargis, who turned out to be the red dragon in the game. So I'm just going to say, there we go. See, look how right I was this one time. Ignore it. the other nine dragons that I named that are wrong. Don't
3: <laughs> like, worry about it. It's totally pick cool. And yeah, you just pick and choose. This is what real world psychics do also. But I was going to say, I'm, I'm It's psychic. exactly the same thing. Um, yep. Yeah, there you go. You're psychic. <laughs> well, this has been fun, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. And we'll be back next week with our patrons yeah. to talk about what gets revealed in like six yeah. days from what now actually happens what actually happens and how wrong we are so tune in for that we'll be back Lotus you got anything else going
2: on you want to share um no not really I'm hoping actually to stream a little bit this weekend um been playing through more Daggerfall. it's it's a lot of fun um it's definitely getting a little more challenging as i found a few very odd situations, but I'm, <laughs> I, I got myself permanently stuck, um, and had okay. to reload a save. And then people were wondering how I did this after everybody that was experiencing chat was like, I never ran into that situation. I was like, perfect. I'm finding new stuff Weird. all the time, Weird, but, um, no, the game itself is, is really fun. And I've been enjoying, uh, finding like a lot of tie-ins to that stuff. Um, And people have been telling me they really have enjoyed watching the playthrough either live or on my YouTube. And uh, tomorrow I'm going to be releasing, I got my new Elder Scrolls, we were actually just talking about before the show. Mm -hmm. We got the new Loot Crate things from Elder Scrolls. Um, And I, due to people asking for it, I have no idea. I've never done an unboxing, but I did an unboxing thing, so I'm going to try just to clip up the video and put that up tomorrow so that way you can see if you want to go on eBay to buy something because you can't retroactively (laughs) buy these so they're really not that useful.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I should sell like I don't really care about the pins like I never put them on anything they just sit in the little baggies. I should sell a collection of all the pins I've gotten. Just all of the pins? Yeah. $100. right? $100. (laughs) (laughs) Use
2: every pin because otherwise (laughs) you have to buy them all individually off on their selling.
3: That sounds like way too much. Um, But yeah maybe I should put them up for sale because I don't know that I'll... People have those on eBay
2: Bay all the time and yeah. I've actually been you know? told people like have trouble finding them like I I yeah. I had my thing where I didn't I waited till the old company folded and the new company took off yeah I remember. then I bought yeah. two of them and then I keep saying I, I should probably stop bringing this up because eventually somebody's <laughs> going to hear at Loot Crate um Shh. that credit card isn't active so I have no Shh. idea who they're charging it's just, I keep it's getting just them
3: magic money it's just magic, it's money. Just
2: magic money it's just so magic like, money I don't know. I mean some of the stuff is really cool. I like this last one. So yeah. it's easier to to buy them when when it's stuff you want, but like uh, the- problem is people mark them up because you can't retroactively buy them so you can get them on ebay it's limited yeah but they're expensive too because people right. will mark the stuff up because there's no other way to really get it at that point that's true that's true yeah maybe i'll put them well, on i, I mean we'll pin them under like
3: one of the flags i've got in the back yeah or something yeah i was gonna say that, I that should, I I should just find just
2: places to put them decent amount of stuff that soul gem lamp is still which you can just barely see behind me mm-hmm. i love that thing that thing's yeah. great
3: yeah i got mine right over i don't remember where i put stuff (laughs) anyway uh yeah i've got got my stuff all sorts of different places um well cool well yeah Yeah. go check out go check out lotus's videos and you can check out the rest of my shows and all the stuff that i do robotsradio.net for all of that stuff and that's what we got for this week everybody thank you for tuning in and hanging out chat thanks for being here and we'll be back next week we'll see you then bye everybody